It's time for another edition of the Audio Joda Podcast. I'm Joe. And yawning over there is Da. She's tired. She just just got home from work. It's been a busy week. And it's only Tuesday. (laughs) And it's only Tuesday. But uh, yeah, you'll be be fine, babe. I believe in you. I'll make it through. All right. I just need a nap. Yeah, we thought we'd talk uh, today about, you know, we, we always say there's nothing good on TV anymore. And that might be true. Well, that's true for today's television, yes. Yeah, a lot of the, the TV, even the good shows have junk in them. Yes. It feels like you, you can't totally uh, get just a wholesome show all the way around. Except for maybe like Heartland or Wind Calls the Heart or, you know. Yeah, those are that one's pretty decent. And uh, they they intend to be okay, but uh, they are few and far between. So what are you to do when you are looking for something really good, really wholesome for the whole family, but it's fun, good stories, good characters? Well, sometimes you got to binge watch an old show. Or listen to the Joda podcast. Well, (laughs) I guess. But uh, what Amanda and I have done uh, recently is we uh, have been binge watching Little House on the Prairie. And uh, we're just about ready to finish up season three. I mean, I think they named it wrong. They did? Yeah. Instead of Little House in the Prairie, it should be The Great Fall of Carrie. The Great Fall of Carrie? Because <laughs> the, little, the little girl Carrie falling down? In the beginning. But it's not just the beginning episode. I feel like throughout the whole first and second season, they always had her falling. She fell down a well. She, she's always falling. So, yes, it should be called The Great Fall of Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, if you are not familiar with Little House on the Prairie. Uh, Who, where have you been living? Well, younger people might not. Oh, I guess. The, younger yeah, people might not. We grew up on it. But uh, it's it's a show that started in the 70s, mm-hmm. uh, late 70s. Uh, it was based on the books by Laura Ingalls Wilder. And uh, she and her family... Uh, did move from Wisconsin uh, westward, settled in Minnesota. And this is the uh, the story of them uh, settling in a little place called Walnut Grove, which is a real place. Southern Minnesota. Still exists mm-hmm. to this day. And uh, it's really cool because as you're watching the show, they talk about places that we'll f- we're familiar with living in Minnesota. Mankato. Sleepy Eye, Rochester, St. Paul, Minneapolis. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of cool for us now living in Minnesota uh, to rewatch this show and kind of pick that out because that was, you know, foreign to us when we were growing Mm -hmm. up. We were Ohio kids. Well, and we felt the same way when we when we rewatched Mary Tyler Moore, too. There was a lot of Minnesota things that were like, oh, we get some of the jokes now. Yeah. But uh, it is really it takes place in the 1870s, and uh, Michael Landon is the star. Uh, you probably, if you watched Bonanza or Highway to Heaven, some of those other shows, he was the big star of those. And he plays uh, Charles Ingalls and his wife Carolyn Ingalls and daughters Laura, Mary, and Carrie. And the stories are pretty much taken from the viewpoint of Laura, I, I would I would say. I mean not all of them, but Laura's the main main character. She yes. narrates. Yeah. Usually, if if there's a narrator. And the great thing about this show is, I mean, it's hard life on the frontier and it shows, you know, the dangers and things like that. But the great thing about it is 
uh, so many of the characters have deep lives of faith. Mm-hmm. And uh, every it's, it feels like every episode they're talking about Jesus. They're talking about God. They're singing hymns. Singing hymns. Uh, bringing God into solving their problems. And... Yeah. Praying, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And uh, God, uh, God wants us to do this. And, and it's just, and it's not a super cheesy way either. No. Because you got to remember, these weren't necessarily Christians putting this show together. But somehow, it seemed like then, they they still had a reverence for it. Mm-hmm. Even though they might not have been Christians in real life, they had a reverence for it. Yeah. It seems like in modern day television, uh, if they do uh, anything Christian or anything having to do with faith, it's either really ridiculously cheesy or they're the villains. The Christians are the villains. It's a crazy preacher or somebody like yeah. that. And they just, they treat, they treat the conversation so um, flippant and with disrespect. Uh, it's nice to see that in old shows, and I think you probably saw this on like Andy Griffith and things like that. They, they came at faith Seriously, because faith was a a bigger part of our culture then, I think. Yeah, it's 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 refreshing. And, you know, we've talked about how I think you just get sitting in that warm pot of water and it just slowly gets turned up. And I didn't realize how terrible the shows were that we were watching Mm -hmm. really were until we started rewatching Little House on the Prairie. And then I'm just like. Oh, it's just like, it's like drinking a glass of water. It's just refreshing and just so nice. Yeah. You're not getting hit with language all the time. No, no sexual No sex, stuff. no nudity, ex- yeah. unless it's the dad with a shirt off, but. Um, <laughs> you don't mind that, do you? I, I mean, okay. You're living out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> How is he hairless? Like, what is he? He's shaving himself, obviously, but it's like. Make it realistic. There's no way you'd be shaving yourself back then. He's well, hairless. It's weird. Well, it is. It was the 1970s, and the historical accuracy wasn't top yeah. of their their. Obviously, <laughs> yes. I don't think, but uh, but uh, other than your your um, concern over Michael Landon's lack of chest hair. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, yeah, yeah Cooper. Co- Cooper didn't like it either. Cooper's like, I got lots of chest hair, y'all. Yes, he does. Hi, Cooper. Hi, buddy. Oh. Oh, my. He likes Little House in the Prairie, too. Although they don't have a cat, but they do have Jack. Oh, I know you Jack. don't like They need a Cooper, I know. Yeah. He's like, you guys never sit in the dining room. What are you doing this for? No. <laughs> oh, so, anyway... Uh, before we were rudely interrupted. He was trying to be part of the conversation. Yeah. Uh, what what do you think your favorite part of the show is? Okay. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I don't know. I really enjoyed, like, I think what's in the show that we're lacking nowadays is the respect that kids had for their parents. Ooh. And I really like seeing his, like I love seeing Michael Landon's character with his relationship with his kids. Yeah. Like I think that is something really special. And I, and I mean you have that in some television, but this one's like it's 
it's a respect, but he's not their best friend. He's their dad. Mm-hmm. But yet they have such a respect and, and like, a, let's just have dad, get dad involved. Everything will be okay kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but we all know Michael Landon can't fight well because he gets beaten up a lot. But, <laughs> and I think he wouldn't if he had hair on his chest, I think. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think the hair on his chest would slow down a lot of that impact that he gets. I like uh, the the thing. The theme I I like in the show a lot is friendship. Um, with him and with him and uh, Mr. Edwards, Victor French's character, Mr. Edwards. Yeah, it's cute. Um, there, there's a lot of great examples of what it means to be a true friend mm-hmm. in that show. People going above and beyond, sacrificing, putting themselves on the line for their friends mm-hmm. because. They would do it for them. Yep. And, um, you know, you don't see that a, a whole lot in shows either. You're today. right. Every time we see Mr. Edwards step up and do something, we're both just like, oh, it's Mr. a true Edwards. friend. Yeah. such a good friend. Yeah. So all that to say, if you've never watched Little House on the Prairie, uh, it's streaming. Yes. So you can watch it on Free V for free. Free You do v. have to watch commercials, but... but there's like short. two commercials. Yeah, They're very, very short. short compared to other ones. And if Joe's saying that, Joe gets so angry with commercials. So if Joe's yeah. saying it's okay, then it's okay. But yeah, Freebie, it's an app on, if you have any kind of Roku, it's a free app. You can get on and watch the whole series for free. We're on season four, three. We're just about to start four. We're getting ready to start four. And I remember watching the show when I was a kid, little kid. Yes, I've not seen it since I was a child. When it was on network TV. But uh, this is really the first time I've sat and watched the whole series yep. beginning to end. Well, because when we were kids, if you missed it, I missed it. You missed it. It was done. Well, and I do have to say, watching it as a kid, I really related a lot to Laura. Because I remember feeling like, oh, I've been through that. Oh, yeah, Laura's a tomboy. Oh, she's not a girly girl. I'm not a girly girl. Um, But as an adult, I'm relating a lot. Like, I relate a lot more to the mom or, you know, Mrs. Beetle or, you know. Mrs. Beetle's the school teacher, by the way. Um, But, and I know Joe seems to relate a lot with, um, Mr. Edwards, I feel mm-hmm. like you really like him or, but yeah. I do feel like if you haven't seen it since you're a kid, rewatch it. It's like a whole new show, rewatching it as an adult. Yeah. It's, it, and it's, you know, you even might get the kids involved in there. They might actually like sure. it too. Oh, it's a family show. And I think it's, and it's not cheesy like, oh, the Ingles are so perfect. They all make mistakes. I mean, we just watched an episode where Laura stole something from Nellie. She stole something and lied about yep. it. And, and, yep. Yeah, so, so they they all are they all make mistakes and you just get to see them work through it. And, and there's conflict and and what have you. There's anger and depression and yeah. you know. So it's it's just a good show. It's just good entertainment. I do have to say one thing. Watching the show, I've realized um, I'm way too lazy to live back then. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have made it. <laughs> it's a lot of hard work. Yeah, yeah. And I'm way too lazy to have lived back then. But Joe, every time they build a house or a cabin, Joe's always like, I wonder if I could build one. No, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. Maybe when my body wanted to cooperate with me. Maybe. But uh, yeah, no, not like, now. Even though it's a show, think of how much just in the show, Mr. Ingalls has plowed a field. <sighs> yeah. I mean... It's a lot. All the wood chopping and plowing and all of that kind of yeah. stuff. Uh, that, yeah. That show, he worked hard on that yeah, show. Yeah, he really did. <laughs> I, I saw a thing on, uh, I think it was TikTok. They were giving little things about the show. And they were saying it was filmed in California. So a lot of it, it was like 90 degree days they were doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. And the girls would complain about their their costumes because they were thick 
dresses Mm -hmm. and they were just hot. And I guess the first week of filming, Mrs. The woman who plays Miss Singles, I can't remember her name, and the girl who played Nellie Olson, um, both would faint a lot because it would just get so hot. But yeah, that's 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 hard work. I believe it because I when I was doing Civil War reenactment. Wearing wool uniforms, yeah, yeah like your they wool had uniforms were thick in the 1800s. Uh, yeah. It would be it would be sweltering out there in the heat, but that's what they wore. And uh, I remember we were doing uh, a reenactment of the, I think it was, um, I think it was Antietam, and uh, the ambulance had to come out onto the field and pick up guys that dropped out from heat exhaustion. So yeah, it's if you're if you're going for historical historical accuracy, that part is mm. because uh, yeah, the, the the thing I never understood was in in that time period, the Navy had cotton uniforms for the sailors in in summer, but they never gave them to the infantry. They always just gave the infantry wool year round. <laughs> Well, because so. Navy can't, don't most of them like live in a tin box in the water? <laughs> they can go indoors at any time. But for the infantry, a lot of times they're living in holes and ditches and for a long time. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. And so they need to be able to stay warm at nighttime. So yeah, anyway. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. I'm not someone who takes to heat at all. Yeah. I don't, I don't like heat either. I'd much rather... Much rather cold weather than hot. You can always put more layers on. You can only take so many off, and then mm-hmm. you get arrested. So you know, another thing from the show I've taken away from it is like how much they've trust they trust people. Like I can't tell you how many times Mary or Laura have talked to a stranger, and they're like, "Here, I'll give you a ride home, little girl. Hop on my horse." And Mary's like, "Okay," and she jumps on the horse, and he drives her. I'm just like, "Whoa, stranger danger." <laughs> You don't know that person. <laughs> or, you know, the they the parents had to go they had to go to Mankato, which was like a couple days ride and yeah. they would just let the girls either be on their own yeah. or Well, they'd have someone check in on or them. Or somebody Usually check in Mr. and Edwards or yeah, Grace. It was community. Community yeah. really t- helped take care of each other. Yep. And I think that's something we've really lost. Oh, for sure. In modern day culture as well. Everybody is off doing their own thing now and mm-hmm. and what have you. But for good reason, because there's a lot of sickos out there now. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, so on a scale of one to five, uh, one being. Uh, How many carry falls would I give it? One carry fall to five carry falls. Yes. One being good, five being bad, or vice versa? No, one being bad. awful, never watch it. Five being, stream it I, tonight. I say six carry falls. Six carry falls. Yeah. There you go. I'll, I'll yeah. agree with you. Yeah. So it's, it's really good. Carrie can get annoying. Yeah. Well, she was just she a wasn't little, a, little, and she wasn't a great little actress. She no. was very, every time she said her line, she would be smiling, but it's a good show. It's, it's a really good show. I do suggest rewatching it. If you haven't, it's a nice reconnection to something from your youth. And yeah. I think it'd be great for your kids to see 100%. So, so there you go. You've got your, your viewing uh, orders laid out for you. And if you do rewatch it, let us know. Like what you're enjoying, because I'm curious yeah. to see how other people feel about it, too. So anything else, babe? No. All right. Not well, that I know of. thanks, guys, for listening. And we'll be chatting with you here about this, that and the other uh, coming up in a bit. Yep. Remember, I love you. And God loves you. And he'll keep you forever. That's right. He will. Mm-hmm.